The following podcast is going to contain spoilers along with me, just a regular guy, talking about all the things I love, such as comics, movies, television, music, and books. So yeah, proceed at your own risk. Here it is, folks, another episode of Just Another Fanboy. I'm your host, Steven, and I have more hair on my feet than a whole village of hobbits. Not really. That's That would be a lot of hair, wouldn't it? That would be like more hair than foot. Just these big, giant, fuzzy feet. I mean, it sounds like some sort of razor or clippers would be, would be in need. I don't know. Look. Here's what we're doing today. I'm talking about an old issue of Action Comics. This is from January of 1987. It's issue number 584. This is the first issue of Action Comics post-crisis, post-Man of Steel, John Byrne reboot. Credits read on the book as John Byrne storyteller, Dick Giordano as the embellisher, Colors are by Tom Ziuko, and the letters by George Costanza. This issue is entitled Squatter. You have to say it like that because there's an, there's an exclamation point at the end. Squatter. Squatter. That's, that's how I read it. I don't just read it as squatter. I read it as squatter. So the issue opens up in Metropolis. There's a reporter on the street. She's she's got her microphone and and the the cameraman is there and they're just they're just talking about the city. When suddenly everyone says, "Look, up in the sky." And there's Superman up there and he's just on a what's the word I'm looking for? He is on he's just wrecking stuff. He is on a path of destruction. He is just smashing up the sides of buildings. And he's like, hey, y'all, I'm Superman. Look at how strong I am. Nobody can stop me because I'm Superman. I do what I want to do. Why? Because I'm Superman. Well, down in the crowd, disguised by a trench coat, he may have even been wearing a hat. That's kind of that's what they do in comic books. Trench coat and hat have no idea who that person is because they're hidden behind such fabric. But we've got Cyborg down there from the Teen Titans. I know that nowadays he's a member of the Justice League, but back then he was a Titan. He decides, okay, somebody's got to stop this. I'm pretty sure I'm not up to the task. I mean, we are talking about Superman here, but I'm going to do what needs to be done because darn it, I'm a hero. And that's what heroes do. So he flies up there and he and Superman start duking it out. Superman is just, ha ha, what do you think you're doing, buddy? Did you not hear my rant earlier? I'm Superman. Ain't nobody going to put a cap on this well. Superman. Not average man. Not kind of good man. Superman. So they fight. Cyborg, of course, he can't hold his own against Superman. 
He gets one of his, he gets his, uh, he gets an arm ripped off. He gets a leg ripped off. These are both the cybernetic ones, thankfully. And in the end, he has to call in for help. So he calls into Titan's Tower and he gets Changeling and Wonder Girl. They come to help. Changeling, he can transform into animals. And so he transforms into a big green elephant. Because really, when it comes to stopping Superman, if Cyborg can't do it, obviously an elephant should be able to, right? Wrong. Changeling really does nothing. Wonder Girl, on the other hand, she's a level above Cyborg. She's basically Wonder Woman, just spelled differently. So they start to tussle. She's holding her own for a bit, but it's not really working. You know, still, we're talking about Superman here. And the whole time, Superman's like, whatever kids superman superman learn it live it love it gonna kill you all gonna destroy everything gonna take over because i'm superman don't step on superman's cape which is gonna be kind of hard because my cape doesn't actually touch the ground so i guess if i'm sitting somewhere and my cape is resting on the ground don't step on it this is what happens when you step on superman's cape i get all irate and I just start wrecking stuff. So, of course, the, the Titans are a little confused because they thought Superman was a good guy. Now, keep in mind, Superman, at this point in his career, he's still fairly new. He's only been out there for, for a number of months, maybe. So while they're confused, at the same time, they're like, well, we don't really know a lot about this guy, right? He's supposed to be a good guy. But, you know, everybody snaps. Maybe somebody stepped on his cape. I'd probably do the same thing, Wonder Girl says, if somebody stepped on my lasso. Because apparently she also has a lasso. So again, she's just like Wonder Woman, uh, just spelled differently. And is a completely different person. May not be in the same strength level, strength set, power set. That's the word I'm looking for. In the meantime, one of the other Titans, Jericho, who for some reason wears some kind of, I don't know how you would describe his costume, and I don't know if it would even be considered a costume. It's very Greek, Roman, like Julius Caesar type of Greek and Roman, maybe even some medieval, I don't know. I don't know what you would call his costume. It's very strange. And he's got these giant mutton chops. Visually, I find Jericho not very not very appealing at all. I find his costume weird and I find his mutton chops disturbing. Jericho is mute. He cannot speak. He's with some kids at a school, basically showing them, you know, if you're a person with disabilities, it doesn't matter. Look at me. I'm a freaking superhero. Granted, I dress funny and I got giant freaking slabs of hair on the side of my face, but, you know, I have not let the fact that I can't speak stop me from going out there and kicking some butt from time to time. Now, yes, I am judging Jericho simply by appearance. I'm not, I don't read Teen Titans. I've never really read a lot of Teen Titans. I started to read the Judas Contract and got distracted and never went back. So I need to probably get back into that. So if you're a Jericho fan out there, I apologize. I give, I'll give the guy a chance. He certainly stepped up to the plate in this issue. So he's talking to the kids, you know, using the sign language because, again, he, he can't speak. 
and somebody comes in and says, Jericho, you got to listen to the radio. You got to listen to the news. There's something going on downtown, blah, blah, blah. And Superman is beating up your friends. And so Jericho rushes out. And so he's on the scene. And again, I don't really know anything about this guy other than the giant slabs of hair on either side of his face, these great fields of fur that warm his cheeks. He apparently has this power. He, he, he steps in front of Superman, they lock eyes, and then he steps out of his body and into Superman's body, and he takes over Superman. So Superman's in there. You, he's talking. He's like, how dare you? I, when I get away, when I get out of this, I'm going to kill you all. Superman, you can't do this to me because I'm Superman. He turns into a wrestler, basically. I'm going to find you, and then I'm going to hurt you. I'm going to put a hurt locker on each and every one of you this Sunday at the Kemper Arena. That's what's going on right now. Well, another man shows up, David Gunderson. He is a person with disabilities. He's got crutches. Something is wrong with his legs. And he tells them, that's not Superman. I'm Superman. And everybody's like, what? But they they just seem to take him at his word. And so he tells this story that this man, David Gunderson, got a hold of Clark Kent because Clark Kent and Superman are buds. And he tells Clark Kent that he, he needs Superman. He needs help. And so Superman shows up at his place. He's got this lab in the basement. There's a machine there, and before Superman can do anything, the guy flips a freaking lever or dials a knob or something, and the machine zaps them both, and they switch bodies. And then the guy's like, I'm Superman now, baby! And he goes out and immediately just starts destroying things because I guess that's what people would do. People who are not good people. If you're not a good person and you get the power of Superman, you're not. You're just going to go out and just start smashing buildings. At least this guy did. So they 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 get him down there. And here's the thing I found confusing right away. So Jericho now is in Superman's body, controlling his body. David Gunderson is in his Superman's body as well, while Superman's mind is in David Gunderson's body. They all go to Mister Gunderson's house. Every, but yet, Jericho's body is nowhere. Did they just leave him lying there, standing there in the middle of Metropolis? Did they? I don't understand. That's the part I don't understand. Because when Jericho leaped from his body to Superman's body, his, his body was still there. But then when they all pack up and they go to the Gunderson household, Jericho's not with them. His, his, his mind, I guess, is in Superman. But I guess they just left him standing there amongst the destruction. And I got to wonder if street punks are coming up and tagging him with spray paint cans, going through his pockets, looking for his wallet, shaving those big freaking hunks of hair off the sides of his face. Again, if you're a Jericho fan, I am just trying to be facetious here, okay? Don't take it personally. Don't at me. Don't, don't at me or at me. I don't, I don't care. Whatever. You got a mind, exercise it. So they manage to switch, you know, they, they get into the, the little lab, the machine's there, they, they flip the lever or dial the dial or whatever, and the Superman and Gunderson, they switch back to where they're supposed to be. And then there's this last panel on the page, and it's a wide, narrow panel. It goes across the bottom of the page, but it only takes up like an eighth of the length of the page. And it's 
like 17 word balloons with a little bit of Superman's face hiding behind them. It looks really weird. It's like John Byrne got to this point where he was like, oh crap, I have a big speech for Superman and I've run out of room. And the speech basically is Superman saying, look, dude, I understand that you're a person with disabilities, but it's not your your body. It's not your legs that's giving you that disability. It's your mind. Because obviously you're not a good person. And that's all I got to say about that. Lesson learned, or at least lesson given. He preached. He threw a preach bubble out there. 17 preach bubbles to, to tell the truth. And that's how the issue ends. Action Comics, folks, 584, January 1987. John Burns' reign as Superman's dude continues. Now, again, I'm reading these in the trade. I've bought the uh, the Man of Steel. I think they're just called the Man of Steel trades. The first one was the six issues of Man of Steel. The second one is, it looks like uh, so far, I'm only two issues in. No, I'm three issues in. I read Superman issue number one, which we talked about in a previous episode. Second issue in the trade is this one, Action Comics 584. The third issue is Superman number two from February of 1987, which I also read, and we'll talk about that on another episode. But then there's also The Adventures of Superman, and that is written by Marv Wolfman uh, with art by... Uh, now I can't remember who that other dude is. The, the, the Power of Shazam guy. I can't remember his name. We'll get into that when we get to that issue. So John Byrne didn't write those. So there's three, there's three comics that come out a month. I don't know if there's a fourth one. I can't recall if there's a fourth one. I don't think so. I think it's just the three. But John Byrne is like, he's the, he's the uh, head writer. He's the, um, how, do, how, do, how do you say that in television terms? He's the showrunner. So we'll talk about Superman number two in a later episode, but this was, as I said, once more, once again, just for those who are taking notes, Action Comics, 584, January 1987. It was fun. It was a fun issue. It was, first of all, I again, I'm a huge fan of John Byrne's art. And in the Superman books, he's inked by, um, good Lord, what is that guy? Terry Austin. In the action comic books, he's inked by Dick Giordano. And I almost, I don't know, I almost, there there, see, there does seem to be a distinct, a slight difference between the two art styles. I don't know, there's a part of me that almost likes the Dick, Gior, Dick Giordano inks, inks. Good gosh, Stephen, speak like a human! There's a part of me that kind of likes the Dick Giordano inks better. And the story was kind of fun, I suppose. It was fun up until the point that it became preachy. It almost turned into a, a lesson, you know, at the end, which, whatever. John Byrne, if you want to try to teach us a little lesson, you go right on ahead. Doesn't matter who you are. Doesn't matter your physical limitations in life, your mental limitations. Doesn't matter as long as you're a good person. What defines you are your actions. That's the lesson he is trying to depart in this issue. And that's one to grow. The more you know, G.I. Joe, knowing is half the battle, all that stuff. So this is the point in the episode where I need to start wrapping it up. And I, I guarantee you, I, I, I got to believe that at some point, I mean, we've only done over 50 episodes by this point. I got to feel that at some point, 
I'm going to be really good about just wrapping it up. But until then, you're going to get this crap that you're getting right now, which is me trying to trying to segue from the comic book talk to wrapping it up. And it seems like it should be really easy, right? I should just at some point go, and that was the book. And again, like I said, I see, I can't even pretend to come up with something easy. Action Comics, I enjoyed it. That's my episode. My name is Steven. I am just another fanboy. I'm not I'm not a special fanboy. I'm not any better than anybody else. I'm just another fanboy. One of the multitudes amongst the fanboys and fangirls. I'm not just another fangirl because I'm a dude, but there are fangirls out there. I just happen to be a fanboy, but I'm just another one. One of many. We are Legion. Be nice to each other. Episode ended. Out. Just Another Fanboy is a presentation of the Stephen or Else podcast. Questions and comments can be directed to feedback at stephenorelse.com. You can support the show for as little as a dollar a month at patreon.com slash Stephen R. Orr and get instant access to the My Other Podcast podcast, a weekly show about whatever crawls its way into my tiny little mind just moments before I tap record. You can find me on the World Wide Web at stephenorelse.com or find me on Twitter and Instagram by searching for at Stephen or Else. I also encourage you to subscribe to the show, leave us a five-star review, and share this episode with a friend. Just Another Fanboy is a proud member of the Comics Podcast Network. You can find that over at comicspodcasts.com. All links will be in the show notes. Bye-bye, Daddy. Good job.